Let's pray. Almighty God, you have given your beloved Son to take up our nature and to be born this day of a devout young woman. Grant that I, who have been born again and made your child by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit in worship and in service to our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Welcome to Christmas Eve at Second Reformed Church, New Brunswick. We are glad everyone can be with us to celebrate tonight. We uh, will go through the service following the program. Everything will be unannounced. Uh, so if you'll follow along with us, the readings will come from the chancel. Um, the hymns will be unannounced, and you'll find those in the red hymnals. Uh, you don't need to worry about using the green hymnal tonight. And also I want to... Uh, Uh, extend a warm invitation to everyone who is with us to stay after the service and join us for refreshments in the Bellhauer Parlor. Uh, We have uh, refreshments there and uh, a celebration, I believe, of a a birthday that is not only Jesus' birthday. So uh, to find out who else it is, you need to come and join us for goodies and coffee and drinks after the service, not alcoholic drinks. All right, let us begin the service by turning to number 41, O Come, All You Faithful.
night, angels far and near sing tender lullabies. Well-worn fabric full of years holds in the warmth of parental love. Animals and shepherds crowd in tight, glowing, in ador- glowing with adoration, while a muffled cry squeezes out to greet the world. On this Christmas Eve, we light the Christ candle for the child king, the infant redeemer, the lowly Lord. And now we know he is born and nothing will ever be the same. The Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols is a format for a service of Christian worship celebrating the birth of Jesus that is traditionally followed at Christmas time throughout Christendom. The story of the fall of humanity, the promise of the Messiah, and the birth of Jesus is told in nine short Bible readings from Genesis through the prophetic books to the Gospels, interspersed with the singing of Christmas carols, hymns, and choir music. This format was born in 1880 and based on the order of worship drawn up by Edward White Benson, later to be the Archbishop of Canterbury. At that time, he was the Bishop of Truro in Cornwall, and for use on Christmas Eve, 1880, it is said that he organized a 10 p.m. service in a temporary wooden shed serving as his cathedral, and that a key purpose of the service was to keep men out of the pubs on Christmas Eve. The original liturgy has since been adapted and used by other churches all over the world, translated into every language and on every continent. Lessons and carols most often occur in Anglican, Roman Catholic, Lutheran, and Presbyterian churches, however many traditions around the world use it today. However numerous Christian churches have adopted this service or a variation of this service, it remains a service of tradition, a service of warmth and family and celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, our King.
Our first lesson is from Genesis, chapter 3, verses 8 through 19. Adam and Eve disobey God's command and disrupt the order and goodness of creation. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly increase your pangs in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children, yet your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And to the man he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree about which I commanded you, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return.
second lesson comes from Genesis chapter 22, verses 15 through 18. God promises that through Abraham, all the peoples of the world will be blessed. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will indeed bless you, and I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth gain blessing for themselves, because you have obeyed my voice. lesson is from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 2, 6, and 7. The people who walk in darkness receive the promise of the Messiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onwards 
and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. from Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 to 4a and 6 to 9 the Messiah will come from the root of Jesse to restore the peace of creation a shoot shall come out from the stalk of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots the spirit of the Lord shall rest on him the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid, 
the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 35 and 38. An angel appears to Mary and announces that she will bear a holy child. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, 
Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her.
The sixth lesson is from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. Joseph and Mary travel to Bethlehem, where Mary gives birth to her child. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. The seventh lesson from Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 to 16. Angels appeared to the shepherds in the fields and announced the birth of the Messiah. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. 
This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. lesson from Matthew chapter 2 verses 1 to 11. Magi from the east come seeking the Messiah and offer gifts to the baby Jesus. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, 
Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. When Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared, Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had been seeing at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
ninth lesson is from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. The word of God becomes flesh and lives among us, full of grace and truth. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being, for in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet, the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth.
divine creator, you who exist beyond our physical universe and within it, and even within our hearts. Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven is within us. You created the heavens and stars and the infinite complexity of our material world, and you are the source and foundation of all things. We are giving courage to turn to you not because of our virtue, but because you came to us many years ago in a stable on a bright, chilly night. Were it not for your coming to us with such humility and grace, we doubt if we would be able to turn to you now. For some reason beyond our understanding, you cherish us human beings and you sent your Son, your creative being, to Mary and to Joseph and into the world. As we turn to you, Father, we humbly ask one thing only, that you send the infant Christ to be born anew in each of our hearts. Let him grow there to bring peace and joy and strength and courage, understanding and patience, love and gratitude. Once I experience these gifts, who can share them with all those around me, said the ancient writer. Father, I have tried to bring our confused lives into order. And we find that we cannot do it without your help. Our life is torn and divided like the world into which the Christ child came. There are parts of us, like Herod, who would destroy the divine child. It's not reasonable. It's not logical. There are parts of us, like the Romans, who would rule our lives for their advantage. There are parts of us that are broken and sick, tired, in bondage, imprisoned, addicted, just as there were in the world into which Jesus came. We have tried again and again to bring harmony, peace, and love into our souls. But where joy might abide, there's often sorrow. Where we should find peace, we see conflict. Where we would like to find strength and courage, we discover cowardice and weakness. And where we would like to see love and gratitude, there is anger and selfishness. Where we look for humility and simplicity, we see nothing but pride. We do not like what we find within us as it mirrors the world around us. Try as hard as we can, we cannot change ourselves without your help. Father, send the Christ child into our hearts and let his spirit grow in us. His spirit can knit the tattered, raveled edges of our souls. Only the indwelling Christ can reconcile the conflicting antagonistic forces that war in our world and within each of us. Only he can make the lion lie down with the lamb. Father, send your son into our hearts that he may not only be born there, but also grow and tour and take over the direction of our lives. May your love make of us something of value and worth. Those in whom you can rejoice. May the stable of our soul be transformed and become a temple filled with your spirit. 
May our soul be transformed and become a beacon, shedding light into the midst of a dark and troubled world. O risen Jesus, we pray this in your name. You who humbled yourself to be born of a virgin in a stable, in an occupied country, in order to show us the infinite mercy and love of the divine creator, and who taught us to pray, boldly saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You may now extinguish your candle. peace of Christ be with you. Let us go from this place into a world that needs us and be the light, be the hope that we are given in Jesus Christ. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God our Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now until Christ returns in glory and then forever. And all God's people said, good night and Merry Christmas.
Christmas. Merry Christmas. It went very nicely. It did. It did. Thank you.